our culture and those who came before us, our great ancestors. On today, on this ritual calendar of the day, we indeed acknowledge the great ancestors, the ascended ancestors, the evolved ancestors, those who indeed did great works during their lives, were acknowledged great works from their lives, then continued to attract the power of the creator to assist us now in every action, in every activity, in every human that we might uh, seek to go for, go after is human experience. Science now supports what we have always known. That is for many five years. That is that our ancestors remain with you. Remain here to to assist, help, to evolve, and to heal. So in all things we acknowledge our ancestors first. And particularly on this ritual order day we also acknowledge that they follow. Please don't forget, we're still in a battle. We're still in a war. We've managed some some in some locations at this present time. But in many others, we're seeing an increase. We're seeing an uptick in all the predictions. I'm not hearing a, a good prediction right now. I'm hearing a, a positive prediction right now. All the Point to some sort of spike, some sort of spike, and, and, and they say October. I don't know how they're counting forward to October. Somebody's gonna have to help me out with that. Ninety days is a great deal to count for, particularly with something that we've been sort of checking every two weeks, every fourteen, sixteen days. Now somehow we're checking ninety days ahead or more. For, for what may or may not reemerge, what, what may or may not slow down. Uh, we have some of like Utah that have never had a uh, stay at home, have never had to be still in place and are seeing rising numbers there. There are 12 other states, localities, municipalities within our great nation of America <laughs> that are seeing a rise right now in this, this gen, this gen. Uh, 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 virus. I have to be very careful about my words. Start talking about science and math and medicine and, and biology. Virus. We have to be very careful. Be very careful. Now, you can believe what you want. You, you can believe what they say. You can believe what your leaders say. Irregardless of their motivation, irregardless of their agendas, you can believe what you will. Uh, but as for me and my house, nothing's moving right now. I, I appreciate you. And, and I know it's tough. Some of you saw me on Travel Channel online. You saw myself. You saw Denise Augustine. You saw Mah- Mahogany, Ahmi Herb. You saw uh, Simba. You saw uh, several other people in our community. You saw Marlene. You saw several people stand up and, and represent for New Orleans on the Travel Channel on last night. And please, you see it, don't panic, dark magic. Now, you do have the opportunity to see it again before it re-airs by going to uh, thetravelchannel.com. Oh, wow. And, and and the URL, of course, is going to be so crazily long. So you can either go to the Travel Channel, 
Facebook.com and look up Don Walkman Voodoo's Dark Magic. You can also look up Buried World by Don Wildman. The easier route probably is YouTube. It's to go to YouTube and to do a search in YouTube on Voodoo's Dark Magic. And unless things have dramatically changed in the last, it should be the fourth listing in the search engine in YouTube. If you if you input the word, and I know I have it already uh, in the chat, so I'm trying to quickly scroll back to it without that coming too big with distractions. Oh, right. But yeah, it's um, a very powerful show. Um, it starts up in, in Haiti and, and continues the story here in, in Louisiana. And check it out. Let me know what you think. Share your opinion, your thoughts, your comments. Tweet me, Instagram me, uh, Facebook me, however you will. I, I appreciate and I invite you at Twitter, The Divine Prince. In Twitter, I am Divine Prince. I am Mecca on Instagram. Just check it out and, and spread news. Talk a little about some topics that are of great interest at the pop culture level as well as those who are serious. So, of course, there's no conversation, good or bad, negative or positive, about voodoo uh, that doesn't include zombies, that doesn't include appropriation, that doesn't include commercialism uh, to some degree, and, and indeed includes a conversation about the dead. I invite you, not giving away spoilers, but I'll give you of what uh, you might find there to follow the link that I just popped into chat and uh, take the opportunity to check it out for yourself and let me know what you think. I am going to be going to you uh, momentarily, Tamara, so please be patient with me. Uh, just give me a moment to get a few more things in place here. I will be moving show over to Patreon. And I'm grateful for Chef Fuji um, and the others who have already started what we're going to call the great migration over uh, from this as sort of the main or central platform to Patreon. And we're doing this in all fairness to um, my godchildren, and all my, my clients, my students, my initiates. Um, there's a little bit of a tug of war going on right now on my time, effort, my energy, um, in the case of my patience and my sensibilities, and towards voodoo. This is not a choosing of material matter over spirit. I'm going towards voodoo. And Towards voodoo, I've got to acknowledge those who I have relationship with, those who are building and forming relationships with me as a conduit, if you will, uh, for the for the voodoo. So my, my children, my clients, my initiates, my students, my friends, my family um, will continue to receive sort of the bulk um, of my time, my energy, 
my effort. And, and those who want to join on and want to come on board uh, can absolutely, absolutely do so by way of Patreon. Patreon now affords us an opportunity, um, a platform that many of you are already using, that many of you are already seem to have some favor for. It doesn't mean I won't stop having people go to house. It doesn't mean that we won't stop having virtual you know, conversation and, and dividends and all that will, will remain intact. But the bulk of these shows, the beat of these shows, the, the buffet table, the table of these shows, um, it's going to grow. I'm looking to see how things work. I'm trying to figure out still StreamYard. Now, Patreon, um, quite possibly uh, uh, a few other sites in the middle to sort of integrate this all together to ensure that you can still see me on Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, um, you know, all the various other uh, avenues, Cam, that you share me and experience me uh, and might appreciate me now. I, I still want to make that available. But the bulk of the shows, the meat of the shows, the, indeed the secrets and recipes are going to be moved over to a, a more controllable format. Where we can uh, show equal responsibility for stewardship, for and and how we move moving forward into 2021 and, and, and the future. Area code six one two. Area code six one two. Who's calling and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Sterling. I'm calling from Minneapolis. How are we doing? All is blessing, all is a blessing. Greetings, beloved. We appreciate hearing you and hearing from you. Oh, thank you so much for calling in. I, oh my gosh, it's been um, a little bit of a hectic um, in Minneapolis because I recently went um, back home to, from New Orleans. So um, I've just been getting grounded and I've been really feeling a sense of um, shift in the air. I feel like it's really the ancestors are, have always been here, but I feel like they're like really charged up and empowered right now. I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that, um, but a lot of things are shifting, and a lot of these organizations that we've become so reliant on that are like inherently racist and meant for our destruction are falling down and I just wanted to know if you could give us a little insight on your interpretation from spirit. Yeah, I absolutely um I agree with you um in many ways. Um and, and yes, I can speak to that and even take it a step further. Now, I'm going to start by saying um, we haven't seen enough. We have seen more than usual. Yes, we've seen people reach beyond the norm. Yes, we've seen people absolutely step out of their comfort zone. And, and in some cases, risk their jobs, their lives, their lives to not only speak up for truth, speak up what's right actually put themselves in, in, in front line with the dogs, with the tear gas, 
with those who are out creating mayhem uh, to help and support in the sector. Um, there are many fractions that are moving around right now. Uh, me and my mom talked about this the other day. Uh, you have these other subgroups that we are being warned uh, by, by Chucky and other leaders to be concerned about who are matching themselves, you know, in this cause of all, black, all lives matter or all black lives matter. Uh, black lives matter, all black lives matter. Um, in order to push other, ultimately other agendas. Um, and, and I still call that for what it is, a, a distraction. And indeed, if, if one thing is one thing is true, if one thing holds power, it should hold power for everyone. It should hold liberation for everyone. And yes, I, I'm liberating titles. Uh, you didn't say it, but I'm going to say it for you. I'm celebrating Title Seven. I'm celebrating what some might say should have been obvious. Uh, I don't think that's a fair argument. Um, I think society as a whole has moved forward in many arenas, um, not just so-called gay rights, not just women's rights, not just being married. Culture has moved forward in many arenas that grandma would not have envisioned. Grandpa would not have even envisioned. Um, so I think they made the right call. They made the right decision, indeed, for what's happening now, indeed, for the energy that's there right now, indeed, for a response to, a reaction to the magic that's in the air right now. But let me be clear. I haven't seen it. And I, I say it again, it's until I can sense it here, until that reality shows up in my world, I still need to see I don't need for demonstration. And it's real easy, you know, for certain voices or on any side of the, of the conversation to, to beg for peace, to plead for peace, to desire peace, to want peace. But as I've said in, in previous shows, it's, it's a very thin line between our peace in this world and silence and, and activity and, and action. So I think it's real easy right now when, when popular and particularly for people who are a position of, of, of popularity, fame, infamy, who have a platform, whether it's on TV, cable, the internet, video, whatever their platform might be. I think it's real easy. Excuse me. As with many movements, just sort of um, jump on, you know, Black Lives Matter uh, bandwagon. I I equate to what was it, 28 years ago, between today and Rodney King, um, and the Koreans putting on Malcolm X T-shirts during during that uprising. Uh, store owners putting up, you know, red, black, and green, you know, posters and, and symbolism during that uprising. So for some, it's immediate response to, please don't burn down my house. Please don't burn down my store. But please don't wreck, you know, my life and my livelihood and my way of doing things. And of course, there are those who stand in the middle, who say, oh, well, you're burning down your stuff. Well, these 
people don't own not only that stuff, but much many stuff. Um, well, you're only harming your own community, particularly communities where where I live, where we already live in a food desert. You know, ain't no grocery stores in my city. There ain't no grocery stores in my neighborhood. I travel outside my community to find fruits, vegetables, produce, or, or, or now have it delivered in, you know, by, by these, these, these new upstart middlemen who, who deliver for us. Um, Instacart, Uber, Eats, you know, all the various um, uh, services now that we come to rely on. So there's too much machinery involved as I demonstrated yesterday when it comes to white supremacy and racism and prejudice, I in no way anticipate, you know, stroke a pen is shift homophobia in, in, in our community in any great way. Um, and in fact, we might see a spike. There will be those who will misinterpret that as some reward, some, you know, upfront on black liberation, our liberation. So I have to see some more. Greetings, Tamara. I have to see some more. I have to see some more, Sterling. Um, I can really, um, whew, I, you know, I can speak to what's happening. It's powerful. It's in motion. It's in, it's moving. That's what's happening. But, but I put it in a period, make on it. I'm trying to unmute you, Tamara. I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh there you oh, go. I had it hit on my oh, head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, Sterling, I got to see a little bit more. I really do. I think that the messages and the wiring, the DNA for, DNA ancestral programming for racism and supremacy run. And it's So the idea that law is going to change how my black neighbor feels, my white neighbor feels, my Hispanic neighbor feels, my Asian neighbor feels, and how that trickles down in real world timing, um, that still remains to be seen. Greetings, Tam. Come on, beloved. What have you today for us? Well, today, I just want to say thank y'all for the advice last week about my kids. I did some energy healing. I did some crystal stuff, crystal healing, some um, cleansing baths, and I feel so much better. You're gone. Well, there you are. Yeah, so this was for them as well, and it really helped out big time. But um, anyway, so I had two questions. First one was with I don't know if you are into like celebrity news, but there's a lady named Lee Simone, and recently she has been outed as a plagiarist because she took a lot of people's um, jokes about manifestation and how we can manifest wealth and uh, being entrepreneurs, all kinds of stuff. So anyway, she took a lot of um, um, written work from the people uh, off of Pinterest, different bloggers, bloggers, things like that, like their own creative work. And um, she's been out it now as a plagiarist because these people have, have seen their own work, I mean, word for word, pictures and everything about manifestations, how to manifest things, different ways you can do it. So what is your um, stance on all these people here, speaking from people that 
it's about time. Uh, I'm going to start out by saying it's about time. Um, and just know it's coming. I think even still, this deep in, the internet is still new for some people. Social media is still new for some people. And, and it grows and, and it evolves with the, with the computer technology at such a rapid rate that at whatever point you jump in on this, you're already behind and, and are playing catch up. So when we think about how laws are written, think about um, how income is generated on, on the Internet, how people are moving money around on the Internet. Um, many areas are being exploited because they're just new. And so the law hasn't caught up or, or the populace hasn't caught up. Uh, when we think about the scams and the forgotten, never-ending uh, DMs that come through Facebook, you know, we're still talking about a large segment of our community who still don't quite understand technology. You know, and so they're playing on your emotions. They're playing on your, your feelings. They're playing on your your, your response to children or, 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 or animals being in harm and all these kind of things. You know, while at the same time, they're stealing your money, stealing your identity, you know, and, and of course, stealing your intellectual property. Um, social media has long been behind the loop in terms of plagiarizing other people's material. I can remember going back to Yahoo 360. Now, you're kind of young, so I don't know if you remember Yahoo 360 or if you even know Yahoo 360. Uh, that goes back to Hurricane Katrina, 2005. The years predating 2005, and so um, I'm getting a lot of background noise too. By the way, I don't know what you're doing, but somebody is inputting a lot of background noise. So um, I can remember back then. It could be tech. It could be a technological thing. Um, so I can remember even then we had control, control HTML control of. You could move around what your title was, what, you know, what your, how your uh, letters were, uh, your script was, uh, was formatted. Uh, you could color your page. You know, we could do all these lovely things. And, of course, there were other sites at that time where you could do the same thing. Um, MySpace uh, was one. The, the name, my NG network was other. And then if you remember, Yahoo 360's shutdown. Name wanted to, to have a subscription service that the type that HTML control from the page. Most people weren't willing to pay for it, and then that went defunct. The next big thing to come along was Facebook. And one of the things we noticed that we couldn't control was the page, your own page. You have to control your pictures, the order of pictures, what's on page. What does not show the page? And at the same time, um, if you remember, um, GIF was popular then. G-I-F. GIF. I'm, I'm told I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. Um, GIF, GIF, tomato, tomato. <laughs> but um, that was very popular. And, of course, that allowed for a certain amount of control of HTML. Got moving parts in your text, in your photo, or, or in your picture. Um, they 
stop that and made that almost impossible for a few years for you to post a gift um, on on Facebook. So I totally watched it coming, sort of this way of technology that's catching up to what was previously wide open, what was previously copy and paste, share. The share button, I think, was also a reaction to we've got to regain control over these posts, where these posts are coming from, where, where these posts are originating from. And we had to share this button, this button across network. I remember when you first started your email to other and all of that invoked this very idea of plagiarism. Um, the one team seeking new ways to gather your information and, and create a cuter post, a more attractive post, or, or the personality of audience then stealing up people who may not have the audience um, and steal their information, their, their work, their sonnets and their poems and their lyrics, you know, and then posting it up. So I've seen sort of this kind of one that sort of bounding a hand in terms of what we can control, what we can post, what we can freely share that we still own, that we control, that we have some connection to. And, and, and this gets too technical for some people because some people are just looking for entertainment. They're just looking for Beyonce or they or whomever for the day um, and don't quite understand how their work, their posts, their likes are being manipulated, um, not just for commercial purposes, uh, but again, a topic, plagiarism. So the, the authors now of much of this original content who once freely shared in social media now have to copyright, trademark, LC, legal up everything, and then it may everything appear to be for sale. You know, buy my book, download my, you know, my MP4, you know, um, and even in that regard, the material is then still leaked, still shared. One person buys it and then shares it and it's duplicated over and over again. Um, my instruction materials have made their way back to me. Some of my folks have made their way back to me. Some of my work has showed up in other people's work as a demonstration of what's true, what's authentic, what's real, but didn't reference me at all. They don't don't mention my name. Um, and it has to do with greed, selfishness, ego. But at, at a legalistic level, it's a much bigger thing because the belief is still held that we, the, the African-born America, don't have no God, don't have no language, don't have no country, don't have no tradition, and that somehow everything that we are is a product of somebody else. It's a product of some uh, somewhere else. You know, voodoo ain't ours, it belongs to Haiti. Voodoo ain't ours, it belongs to Benin. Um, so this plagiarism is going to be a much bigger issue coming forward. People now are staying home, not going 
platform to work. Many of these platforms, Facebook, YouTube, say they, their staff can all stay at home now and work from home. So I'm predicting there'll be an even greater attempt to put more pressure on limiting black voices, women's voices, trans voices, gay voices, people who found some even on the playing field on the internet. You're going to begin to see now there being real provisions to shut that down, to, to lock that down. And, and, and if you can make something, it's got to pass through three, four pockets before it gets to you. It's got to go through the YouTube, it's got to go through AdWords, it's got to go through the advertisers, it's got to go through the subscription that you pay for the site, it's got to pass all these other hands before it gets back to you. So it's going to be a real big deal. I remember, and you remember the messages of, of uh, and their argument about sampling and borrowing, and, and well, that still might be a little bit older than you. Okay, I maybe the eighties, where that was a real big argument. Uh, first, it was we can't say anyone. It's about the police. You can't speak against you know the president or, or a great leader. Uh, but then it came down to. We're saying too much of what we want, and that needs to be controlled somehow. And so, again, the Internet came into play, and you had news services, sharing services, which too many people abuse quite frequently, to, to great advantage of. Um, and so then they put provisions. Down. So they're going to attempt to to us any way that, that we leave open. That we don't finish, that we don't protect for. Um, even in the tank industry, which is beginning to get down by a, a downturn, by, by, I'm that tagging is on its way out. Has already begun to be its way out. You're seeing it uh, referenced as frequently as you did a year ago. And so that hashtag thing, we're going to see that go away go back into invisibility as us before. Before HTML code, you didn't know a whole lot about code, you didn't know that that even existed. You know, same trending in social media and everything. So much so that everything is, is oversaturated now. Uh, and it's a problem for movements like Black Lives Matter uh, because the information that's being diluted the knowledge now is being diluted. What's truthful in connection with the, with the movement now being diluted because anybody, any clown, any watermelon can now hashtag it and embed in a new picture, embed it in a porn, embed it in a propaganda, and, and, and embed it in their lives. So we're, we're going to see them shut that down too. The, the tagging thing is going to disappear. It's just going to go away. And people are going to be forced to go back to picking and choosing their words carefully. And I learned that, I love to say first from my mama, but my Angelo. There's no story her being raped and abused as a child, um, and then her family going after the, the abuser, um, and then the abuser ending up dead. And she's somehow picking on that that guilt, it caused her not to for several years of her life. Um, 
the great Maya Angelou wouldn't talk for several years of her life. Um, so she learned that the power of her words, this is her story. Uh, this is her expression of her story. Um, she learned the power of her words. And, and so I, too, by way of Pooju, group work, uh, have learned the power. Indeed, there is great power behind your doubtful words, negative words, your healthy words, your empowering words, indeed, your intellectual property, Tamara Bragg. Um, there was a day when nobody had heard Richard Pooju. There was a day when nobody had, had even thought of all as a blessing. And, and now it's everywhere. <laughs> you know, literally, now it's everywhere. Um, I got my paperwork. I got my copyright. And, and my, you know, but I had to learn that the hard way. I had to learn through personal experience, through watching others, through watching trends, uh, such as what we're talking about happen online and see people's material, you know, get away from them. Um, it's unfortunate because it does cause people to not share where they otherwise would. And what we think of as a free space to give and to share, um, that's really not happening anymore the way it once was, you know, from your great uh, thing. It could be math, it could be astrology, it could be numerology. You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, you know, we think of these great ideas, these great notions, these great dreams, and we would share them. And I'm seeing that not happen. Because people are going to exploit the material, plagiarize their material, steal their material. There's some information that instruction. Uh, you know, my mom's a retired school teacher. I spent a lot of hours in a school building. Um, so there are certain books that are instructional. You know, there are certain poems that we're all exposed to, you know, in school as a to education, as a part of instruction of something. And then that information gets readily shared. But then there's all that other stuff that comes in between. And particularly in this format of remote as opposed to hands-on instruction as opposed to face instruction. So many teachers at, at many levels, not just university, not just spiritual religion, are putting their material on now, are putting their book online now, are putting their curriculum online now. And, and just so the idea that we have to protect even how ABCs, you know, exploited by, by someone who really just wants to be seen for a moment or spike for a moment or get some numbers for a moment in, in social media, it's going to be a hard thing moving forward. It's going to be a very complex thing. I know me, you know, I teach it the way it was taught to me. And so there's book information. There's that hands-on information that can only be verbalized, that can only be demonstrated, that can only be shared in a that intimate Um, I'm very careful about how I teach that. It, it, it has affected what I share. Recently, it affected what I what I give, because you have you know the wannabe wannabe practitioner really think Tamara that if they can just have my doctor, if they can just see what Tamara got 
in her email that keeps her coming back, then maybe you have access to, I don't know, what's in here? I, I, I mean, when I do that, it don't logically make any sense. No, no amount of my writing, no amount of my book work, no amount of anyone's book work, the inner workings of their mind, their consciousness, what they meant, what they implied, what, what they suggested. You know, that's the big argument over the Bible, right? Interpretation. And that was the interpretation is so most morally mirror that of the original writer. You know, the original uh, author, the original giver of a speech. So it's it's a it's a deal. And 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 again, I predict that it's only going to get uh, more. It's going to force many people to use sites like academia. But even academia is a good example. Um, I'm seeing people use translators to steal people's information. To steal your words from out of your video, to steal your words um, from out of your podcast, and of course, papers are translated um, or transcribers, I should say. Then that information is being uploaded to sites like Academia as original, to subscribe as original. Um, the various subscription-based sites that are that are setting themselves up now. Just how a lot of resources, money, uh, internet income for their intellectual property. It, it's, it's, it's going to be a bigger problem as we continue to stay home, um, as we go through this second predicted, this coming stay at home and, and, and closer to the fall, many more educators are going to be online. Many more teachers and instructors are going to be either um, already positioned to address their their student body uh, for the fall, or are still you know moving that position. This is going to come up. It's going to be on Good Morning America. It's going to be on CNN. It's a major topic of discussion. Um, even now, the Zoom platform and, and the hacking of that, and people getting into these corporate meetings. You know, Zoom was being touted for it there as this great professional place to do business materially in light of the home order. Uh, I'm still using Skype. I'm still not having a problem with Skype. I'm still not hearing about Skype being hacked or broken in any way. I'm sticking with what works. I'm sticking with what I what I know. Uh, but that intellectual property thing is going to be a big deal. Um, I'm actually working on a book right now. Um, for obvious reasons, I'm not going to say much more about it than that. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say much more about it than that. I'm working on a book right now. Um, I've been suggesting it for years. I've been talking about aspects of many of the books um, that are floating around uh, in my head for years. Uh, but this one particular one that I have in mind is is geared just towards that question, Tamara Bragg. Plagiarism, the roots of information, particularly the regurgitating information. Uh, Google Hutu, Google Voodoo, Google Conjure, 
you know, Wikipedia. Can, can we have a full conversation about Wikipedia? Um, I, I'm one of those who supported Wikipedia for years, thought, thought Wikipedia was going to be a game changer, thought Wikipedia, you know, was going to be beneficial, you know, and now anybody can go into Wikipedia and, and, and write a story or edit a story or adjust a story in Wikipedia. Or did you know that? You all did know that. So now that's the battleground. How authentic, how true, how real, how how biased or lack of are what you see read in Wikipedia, and particularly as it relates to ethnocultural spirituality and tradition. You know, one page has voodoo, another page has voodoo, comma v o d u, comma v o. Voodoo, comma, and then a whole another page has Haitian voodoo. Then a whole another page has African voodoo. I mean, it's just it's more convoluted than any good dictionary or encyclopedia or thesaurus I've ever read. So I'm beginning to lean towards the skeptics now uh, as it relates to sites like a Wikipedia and who's Betting this information, who's um, validating, you know, what's being said, what's, what's being authored, what's being demonstrated. I, I am finding today racist, anti Semitic, white supremacist, biased, prejudiced information as it relates to topics that the main searching body is not looking at. If the main searching body is looking at news, sports, celebrity updates, you know, etc., then those of us who are actually searching for spirituality, religion, um, math, science are, are in the minority. And so often those articles aren't as quickly disputed, <laughs> aren't as quickly uh, challenge. They're often not seen, often not given the same amount of coverage. You know, we all know the, 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 the you know, the lie gets much more coverage than the truth. Uh, the lie will travel much faster than the truth. So when you think about how people are seeking to get ratings, seeking to get noticed in social media, whether it's a, a quote-unquote legitimate media site a legitimate author, writer, or, or just the average person, individual using uh, social media. We have to question the source of the information. Uh, many of you missed the days of Yahoo 360. Many of you missed the days of, of Facebook two or three years ago when that's all I did. That's all me and Tony Bell did was post information, documentation, material, Facts, history. Some of you say, "What happened to your Facebook?" Some of you say, "Why you don't do that anymore?" Plagiarize. Look at the plagiarism, and certain applications like Instagram made that easier. Made it easier for people to come in, dice up your Facebook post, dice up your document, 
you know, the long document that, that many are going to read and reduce it down to one or one or two words and some photographs or video and, and put it on Twitch. What's that? Other locations. Um, so the plagiarizing is just as uh, convoluted and, and complex. I would say as even racism is. Um, I, I, I would say that it, it's one of the tools that keep the small voices in power. It's one of the tools that, that keeps the, the smaller people to the back of the bus. It's, it's one of the tools that are used to keep those who are not as connected, not as well resourced from gaining access to that by, by way of what I've always said, even the playing field, and that would be the the superhighway. I know many of you came looking for it and 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 want to talk about battling the enemy, reading the enemy, and 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 in any request, tell an enemy to, to go after. You first got to clarify what an enemy is. You have to clarify what an enemy is. And so the notion that, you know, my competition, the notion that I need some extra power, some extra push to overcome natural weapons, natural obstacles, that's not what we use voodoo to battle enemies for. Let's understand first what a real enemy is. What did Malcolm X that said first you got to clarify what the enemy is. If we don't clarify who and what the enemy is, how then do we have a healthy conversation about addressing white supremacy, about addressing racism, uh, address any usage of black magic, dark magic, hoodoo, conjure work without first getting clear about what an enemy is. So jealousy doesn't make an enemy. Competition doesn't make for enemies. Seeking to overcome by way of unnatural means those who are doing the work, who are laying down the foundation. There's no voodoo for that. There's no root work for that. There's no conjure for that. So we look at abuse, rape, molestation, murder, killing, the taking of unjustified. Now we're talking about room for battling. Now we're talking about room for introducing hoodoo root work and conjure into the conversation. It's real easy to say the police. All police? Which police? Which system police are, are, we, are we talking about? And so when we look at hoodoo, conjure, root and it's Context I'm battling my enemies, not binding my enemies. You know, I got the root on my enemy. Got to be real clear about who the enemy is. And my long-term listeners, you have heard me talk about this before. I am sure the Haitian Revolution, which was predicated by the blockade voodoo ceremony, nothing to do with who was dating who who had more access to resources than the other, who wanted to be more famous or more well-known than the other, 
It had nothing to do with any of those carnal, superficial, the base, lower things. It had everything to do with life, death, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the things that we say that we're in the streets for today, the things that we say that we're in challenge for today, the things that we that we battle for today. Any occasion to lose the enemy, you first have to clean him. You you can't do what the bad guy does. You can't mimic what the bad girl does and say, I want to root my enemy. And then say, I want to bind my enemy. No, you just want to bind them for doing what you do more successfully than you do it. That's not voodoo. That's not voodoo. It's not root work. That's not legitimate conscience. That's witchcraft. Anytime you go get into the place, that's witchcraft. And so again, I ask you, who do practitioners, concerts, black witches, where is your power today? What are you doing to uproot racism? What are you doing to uproot supremacy? Remember I said there would be three more, three more, three more, death coming three. Y'all heard that. Coming three. After, after George was murdered. Three more. And so what are you doing now, who's the practitioner? You doing now conjure man. What are you doing now, doctor? <laughs> to root the enemy. To root the enemy. But first you gotta have clean hands. First you gotta come from a clean platform. First, first. That's how you bind the devil. You can't bind the devil and bind the devil. I know we've heard fight fire by fire. We all grew up here and fight fire with fire. That's some of that uh, my dad would call that that Western Mickey Mouse psychology. You know, often taught and preached to us. You know, I don't have to be as dirty as you and I don't have to be as low as you to win. And in fact, the higher, the greater, the more expansive, the more I have room work with, counting the enemy and buying the enemy. Some things need to be buried. Some things need to be put in the ground. Some things need to be encapsulated so that they don't do harm to others. And then there are other things fight Bokor that we release in nature. That we release in nature. And nature has a cleansing, natural cleansing, purifying process. In which Oshun is greatly involved. <laughs> in which Yemiya is greatly involved. <laughs> yes. In which Olokun is very involved. Come on, brother. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going with it. I want to say I'm just now leaving my delivery. Hope everything is well. All is well. Everybody in the chat. It, it, No. I'm sorry about that. All right, thank you. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, it, you took a lot of bases today. I hope everybody has got their uh, notepads out and taking notes. you got to look into a lot of stuff that I'm going to just call it a teacher. Te- teacher is teaching today. The Haitian Revolution is just for starters. 
get my mic. I'm going to come back into the chat in just a minute. That it? You walked on a just to say that and just hear it. Okay. All right. Yeah, the Haitian Revolution. Greetings, greetings, greetings. No, he has to unload. He has to unload. And once he does that, he can't. He has to get out. Um, but greetings. This this show is amazing. This is Kiana. Hello, everyone. Um, we had briefly touched on it and then we moved on. Um, with Patreon, um, join. There there are levels to the memberships. You get um, you have levels where you can um, get the secrets and recipes for edibles, herbs, crystals, gemstones, green green bags. I mean, come. You have the link in the chat. Um, also. There were many of us that um, committed to paying the $100 so that we could get the chair for the museum. Um, um, There were love offerings. However, um, we have not received the $100. If you could please um, put that on your calendar, um, put that on your speedy to-do list. Um, um, The sense of urgency is upon us. We need to go ahead and get that done. This is by me saying it. This is by no means um, are God saying it. This is me. Um, we need it, and I'm asking that we all as in the tribe chip in. Um, moving forward, um, as it pertains to um, B. Simone Smith, um, there's a flip side to more that we um, all should um, consider when we're constantly doing manifestation, when we're um, asking for the ancestors to bless us. There's a flip side to more. And when more, there comes more responsibilities, more hate, more criticism, more of everything. And so um, she stated that she wanted to date a fellow entrepreneur as herself, that she didn't want a man um, that worked in nine to five. She wanted a man that understood why she was up at 4 a.m. working, understood her grind, understood her hustle, her motive, you know. And a lot of men talked about her looks. Um, people started to delve in, you know, because she said it took her 30 years to make her first million and 30 days to make her second. So they wanted to understand, you know, behind her brand. They started looking in. And now the um, people that are saying that she stole, she's selling their material, they're suing her. So the $2 million and plus that she's made, she's now having to use those monies for legal responsibility that we have when we ask for more. You know, it's, it's, it's a big, big responsibility. And so, um, and you know that firsthand. You know that firsthand. People still try to steal your identity and, and show your your face is popping up all over the place all the time. You know that firsthand what people do. Yeah, I, I know um, that aspect of her career. I think that's unfortunate. Um, it was so easy to say. Really, when I only arena of interest is music, or my only arena of interest is acting, or my only arena of interest is, is healing, for instance, I don't want to understand business. I don't want to understand math. But you have to. You have to. You can't just be a creator and not understand the business of creating. So I'm glad to know that uh, maybe she has an opportunity now to pay it forward, uh, learn this 
I have no control over my chat. Uh, so she doesn't have to uh, learn or relearn this um, again at a, at a more fruitful point in her in her career. Um, many people who are plagiarizing, who are stealing, the, you know, these spells, recipes, you know, they're regurgitating Louisa stuff. They're regurgitating, you know, other um, stuff. You know, many of those people are really only interested in, in a momentary, temporary gain. Even if they're financial, you know, they should make a lot of money quickly off the back of a few good HTR believing individuals, you know, who who support people to take us and, and the death to, to throw your money after bad. Um, and then they're going to disappear. Not concerned about trademarking, copying, uh, legalities, because often uh, people who on us know they may be on the scene years down, five years down. So, and, and they hope to sort of disappear. So it, it just it makes it worse. It makes it bad for everyone. Uh, are you with me? It, it, it most definitely does make it bad for everyone. So I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm gonna need one of you all to talk so I can have a moment to take control of my chat. Oh. Otherwise, I'll we take can the help. The wheel anyway. Got that. When you got such a vast sea of people trying to be creative and an entire armada of people trying to be individuals all at the same time, you're going to get some copyright infringement. You're going to get some people stealing this and stealing that. Especially when it comes to your spirituality. I mean, that's been going on for uh, countless amounts of years. Look at the documentaries that are being released out today, especially uh, Netflix. Jump on, on, on any of these things and you start looking at the different documentaries that are coming out and you get all of these people with all, like I've said before, you get these different religions from doctors and whatnot, but have no clue as to what it is that's really going on behind, uh, behind the religion, behind the, the spirituality, behind the science that is Black creativity, essentially giving us a distraction of we're being able to be pacified, if you will, when it comes to our own history and let everyone else with degrees decide for you what it is that our own ancestors have already mastered. They're fascinated by everything that is black, and we are distracted by everything that is now. It needs to be transformed, I should better say, because we, we've, we've been in it for way too long. We've been in slavery for how long <laughs> and received so much counseling outside of the trauma that is cattle, chattel slavery. 
there and then started using ancestors like we should. They're calling us. They've been calling us for, for Lord, how long to come back into ourselves, let alone in contact with them. And we're distracted by trying to outdo one another. But I think the one thing that makes us great is our individuality. We've been pitted against each other in our individual uh, individuality. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's weird altogether. When, when you say individuality, when I hear individuality, there, why then would there be some infringement on other people's material? Do you remember now? I'm a wordsmith. I think attention to word users. So if indeed this was a season of individuality, then we would be seeing diversity. We would be seeing difference. This is a season of mimic and copy. This is a season of mm-hmm. copy and paste. Technology that will allow me to create in a matter of moments, you know, an interactive you know, uh, TikTok video, you know, that's going to increase my my popularity. That's going to increase my need for immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a whole nother thing. Um, I also wanted to know in, in, in what you were saying, I heard sort of this thing that's happening from the, the system, from the man, but then, but then I, I wasn't sure you were including that which is happening at the ground level. At camera oh, and other has suggested from within our own community feeling. Um, again, it makes me go back to. Um, oh, I, the, I always the from, from you know, I, I always start from the ground level and work my way up. Like, for instance, uh, um, tourism. Tourism. You have people going into different uh, countries, white and black. Ever, that are going to uh, go to vacation, go on vacation, and, and go sightseeing and whatnot. What are the sites that they want to see? And what are the experiences that they want to experience? Is voodoo, Benin? They go to Ghana. They go to all these different places, but they want to see the gritty part of it. So they go down and they visit some of the less common corners of either in America or over in. South America, and then work their way over into Africa, trying to see the voodoo, the voodoo, the voodoo, they want to see the, the gritty parts of it. So they go into these towns and whatnot, and this is where our people take advantage of their the tourist greedy, uh, greediness or, uh, or ignorance. And they put on a little show, a little song and dance and whatnot. They, they shuck and jive and put on a mask with being uh, the culture. But we all know it's not. Or, or those that are in that, that in the study, we know it's not, but they don't. Their ignorance is what pays for the village to eat. Their ignorance is what pays for that family to, be, to live for the month. It's not real. It's just that's the show they're putting on. Now, you get down to real culture, look at 
it's totally different. You can't, you're not going to find that on these documentaries of the same, this, these same documentaries are taking the same tours that they're on a cruise ship and get off the boat and go and, you know, dance Negroes. Okay, but you have either got a topic or don't understand the definition of plagiarism. We're talking about plagiarism right now. And when we introduce the internet, new devices, new technology into the mix, now I'm coming face-to-face with you and her and him and every other fake wannabe appropriator within our own community. So are you suggesting that we ignore them, ignore all the fake black witches that want, that want to steal your material and just go after the fake? Those are... Those are the exact people that I'm talking about. Our own people appropriating the culture by doing the same same tours that everybody else is doing and thinking that getting into something or reconnecting you're, with something. You're still missing the point. Not reconnecting. You're, you're still missing the point. And the people that I'm that I'm talking about, you're in their audience. Kiona's in their audience. Black folks is in the audience. The people that I'm talking about, it ain't a whole lot of tourists in that audience. It's the wannabe black witch that's in that audience. It's the wannabe overnight dealer, tarot reader who's going to now somehow make a, a fortune of money because they don't do it because they want to actually change anything or heal the community or fix anything, you know, within the confines of, of our communities, it's always about the quick money, the quick fix. So, so yeah, we can easily point to certain authors who appropriate our community, certain movie industries have, have appropriated our community to some degree. And, and indeed, yes, thank you for inviting tourism into the conversation. Tourism does indeed utilize, borrow from Voodoo when it's to your benefit, and, and the resources often don't trickle down. But we talking about plagiarism. Now it was about plagiarism, and so my biggest threat, my biggest problem, is it's not the big book publishers, you know, who who are, for more than I'm aware of, not publishing any books, you know, right now about voodoo root work of conjures. My biggest problem mm-hmm. are those black, white, red, brown, and green who are appropriating concert, appropriating black art, appropriating PR primarily in the interest of money and popularity. And and that's a demon we have to out in our community. But before we point the finger out at them, um and, and, and worked up because I thought I had made that clear. I thought I had made that clear. Oh, We're all a party to the appropriation of our tradition. Every time we allow these puppeteers to continue, and we applaud what I like, we applaud that subscription. Won't subscribe who you say is true, but that's, that's, that's a, what I believe we're, we're addressing. Now, hold on. Allow Tamara to come on in. She is the one who matter of yes, I think but Neil Bocor is saying that. He's saying that it all ties in together. 
I'm, he, I, you lost me there. I'm not seeing the tie in. Seeing the tie in. I'm not. Mm. We'll try to break it down as, as plainly as possible. Yeah. Something that I've noticed for, it's, it's something I've noticed for a long time. Because break it down. I, I've been. Bro, I'm old enough I've to be your father. I'm old enough to be your father. I've been in voodoo, voodoo, yes, conjure since you knew what voodoo, conjure was. You can't break it down for me. Yes, sir. You can't break it down for me. Well, you can do well, I'm not trying to break it down for you. Explain your position. Bro, I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm the connection. Saying, I'm, saying, I'm not saying the connection, nor did I hear you speak to the connection between the people of color, big white supremacist heads at the top. Where did connect Because right now, in the spirit of killing racism, killing white supremacy, we have quietly having a conversation over here about who the group works in conjure, and it's at least six weeks in the room that gather clients out of this group right now with no knowledge, no skill, no footprint. Those are people that are doing harm. Let's talk about Mau Mau. Mau Mau tactics as it relates to root work and culture. We can't point outside our neighborhood until we get within. That, that's what I'm saying. Tamara, you gotta drown them out first off. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. I was, you know, saying about her, what offended me when I, when I go back to the home specifically. Is that she took or says that you know oh, she hired a team because she's an author, she's not a writer or something like that. So she hired a team to gather this information from her. But then on the title of the book, it says written by Lisa Mom. And you know, a lot of this content that came from you know people in the spiritual community, manifestors, and things like that, didn't, those people didn't do any work to fight it, they did not um, give. Credit to the people who created this content, and therefore she put her name on this thing like it was. And people are speaking out saying, This is what I wrote. This was on my blog, this one in my book or my article or on Pinterest account. And now she's facing backlash. So, like Kiana was saying, that million dollars that she, that she made is going to be used for lawyers because many people are suing her. So, of course, outright. And, you know, it's very, at her age, people are like, well, why would you write a book and say you're an author and have your name as the author? You have to hire a team, and these people really just played you from all these other people who are authentic in the community, and you stole from them, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that's why I, was, I think people like you who have creative content and genuine information to share, and someone come and just, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businesswoman, so I'm an influencer, and mm-hmm. take yourself up and and don't right. any credit, you know. And this is also spiritual information you're getting from the deities and the ancestors, so it's stealing from universe right. as well. I I I, I agree. And in all fairness, um, um, Neil, before I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to, to to address that again. But again, when I think about copyright, trademark, licensing, protecting House of Divine Prince, protecting who do um, it was the motivation of people of color 
moving that in, in position. It was actually people from outside and often outside countries who are watching this, this melee of black witches and hoodoo and voodoo and root work and conjure go on that suggested that my back end was open because people were throwing rocks at the front of my house and not at the back of my house. And so when I think about it in those terms, it's, it's not the, the big publishing houses that are that are doing me harm right now. They're not supporting me. They're not supporting my community. They're not supporting other book writers from within my community. These book writers have an opportunity to self-publish. Book writers have an opportunity to go with other sources and resources. So when someone sets up a scenario that you just described, where we're literally being picked off from within our community, Neophyte Bokur, that's what I'm speaking to. That's what I'm speaking to. Right. Personally, I was just trying to paint a picture of the motivation behind it. I've said this before, this suggestion is essentially of just trying to get fixed. We've said countless times that there might be the spirituality. We all know that it takes more than just quick, you know, heating up to get somewhere in this. You have to do, you have to do your footwork. You have to do your homework. You have to put your heart into this culture. The back door being open is the generation of people out here just trying to get a quick dollar. Not realizing that karma is a little more expensive than that. You're going to have to pay for it, but that doesn't mean that you leave the back door open. That means that their, their, their back door was open. It needs to be closed now, and now we need to structure the, the, the square. We've got to structure the square and close off even from those that others that were that were come with ill intent. And that includes ourselves because they don't they, they don't know. They no one's no one's there to teach. They don't realize they need to be taught. They're not willing to being taught. That, that's unfortunate. But yeah. that's exactly what's going on. Yeah, I accept uh the, the the second part of that. You know, they don't have that desire or that wanting to. Uh we can't saying we don't have people. We can't keep saying we don't have the elders. We can't keep saying we don't have the information. The elders and teachers are there. Listen, I'm
appreciate you and, and Chef. This is where the, this is where the teaching is. I, I appreciate that, and I look. This forward. is where the teaching is. I, I feel. Sorry about that. I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to uh, connecting to to you and with you again here. Another edition of Revolutionary Hoodoo, New Orleans Food Secrets Recipe. All truly, Asheo. Yeah, sit. <laughs> Fuck it, now I'm playing with that wolf. My grandma do voodoo. Magic. Fuck it, now I'm playing with that wolf. We just talk the head off a goose. Sister living proof. You can't walk a mile in my shoes. You can't even hang with my crew. I'm just trying to get bigger. Bigger. Staying independent, getting richer. I can't fall victim to the system. The fool of your killer. Homies trying to knock me out the pistol. I'm just trying to take care of my sister and provide for my brothers. If you playing cut, then I'm a cut. I'm heartless. I never love you. Never been a buster. If you ain't from the seats, nigga, fuck it. If Kojak got a problem, I bust it. I've been thinking since I see Yeah. 